I'm here with uh, head coach of the Ottawa Junior Senators, Martin Dagenet. Um To start things off, you guys are pretty much almost have a ten. You guys have got a point in the last ten games, nine and one with a shootout loss. Uh, I believe it was against Carlton Place. What's been what's been the difference for the team over the last ten games? I just honestly, I think just getting contribution contribution from different uh, lines. Uh, again, this year we have I think one guy, maybe two in the top twenty-five in scoring in the league, but we do have a very balanced attack. I think it makes a difference. We never know. Uh, you know, different night, who's going to take over in terms of, uh, you know, point production, score the big goals for us, which is, it's fun because you, you know, you, you can, if one or two or three guys have a bad night, you're, you're counting other fours that can put the puck in. At the same time, <clears throat> we've been getting solid goaltending from you and Andriano, plus uh, our young back, and it's been <clears throat> excellent so far. Now, I wanted to ask you about your, your two top players. And, you know, obviously with the loss of Pearson from last year and as he got promoted up to the NCAA, you, J Jaron Burke and Luke McCaw really stepped things up this year. I, I know that they were good last year, but they've, you know, they've played pretty well looking for that scholarship. And I went down with them to Oswego, and I felt like they had a pretty good game there. What have you liked from their game over the last few games? Well, Luke McCaw, again, was a, a force for us in the playoffs last season. So, you know, our expectations with Luke are, are very high. And, uh, you know, ups and downs are early on. And right now he's been playing good hockey for us. Puck doesn't go in the net uh, like he wants to. But, again, he's still top uh, you know, first in scoring on our team. And uh, he's the type of kid that can play on the PK. He's going to help you on the power play. So, uh, no, we're very happy with Luke. And we know come playoff time that he's going to be a, a, you know, a major player for us. We're going to need him to step up and, and probably be the best player on the ice uh, for us to go for in the playoffs. But we you know, we know that he's going to be uh, ready to go. As for Jaron Burke, uh, again, he's the type of guy that started slowly in the playoffs last year but finished strong against CP. I think he was the most, sorry, the best player both teams combined. Uh, he's been a four so far this season. Uh, again, with Berkey, uh, you know, some stuff where you know, he still has to, to work on puck protection, maybe hit the net a bit more with his shot. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're, both of them are good kids. Uh, they're great leaders in our dressing room. And uh, like I said, going into the playoffs with two guys like that, I know we feel very comfortable. Now, Martin, I wanted to ask you about uh, Ian Adriano, who um, he got the uh, the player of the week. And in the last 10 games, he's taken all the load. I believe your backup goal is only started three games for you. How nice has it been to have a guy like Ian Adriano, you know, at the in your crease every single night, knowing that he's going to be solid for you guys? Obviously, he's a vet. He's a you know, four-year guy. Uh, and with the injury to Ryan Hill, and, and you're right, I think he's had three start maybe four this season, played in five games. Uh, you know, uh, Ian has been forced to take the load, carry most of uh, uh, the load, but I think he's happy about that at the same time because, it, you know, any goalie you ask them, they want to be in the lineup. They want to play every night. So, uh, unfortunate injury to Ryan Hill, but at the same time, our number one guy, Ian, kind of stepped up because of that and, you know, getting all the starts. And, again, we're winning hockey games. I, I don't care if we win 7-6 or one nothing. and Ian, I think, you know, feels the same way. Obviously, you, you don't want to give up a lot of goals, but bottom line is that the kid wins hockey game. That's what he does. And he's another player that, again, the last two years in the playoffs was exceptional for us. Evan Lindquist, you guys lost him at the end of last year, and you guys knew that when you made the trade with William Cullen. Um, but you went out and, and picked up a guy from the Sudbury Wolves in Brandon Bastion. I believe that's how you say his yeah. name. Uh, Bassison we signed last year early in the season and um, you know things played the entire year in Sudbury as a 17 year old and things did not go well for him early on this season they, 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 they sent him to junior A so came here as a great kid uh, very physical he's 6'2", 6'3", but oh, uh, heavy kid uh, PK type of guy but still has a decent shot 
And obviously with the injury to Jeff Lawson, our captain, the injury to Cameron White and Bryce Biller, our three 19-year-olds right now are, are, are out of the lineup. So obviously his minutes, Brendan Bassison's minutes have increased, and he's been playing well for us. So we're going tonight again with six guys, and they're all 16, 17, and 18 on the back end. So uh, it's a challenge, but again, they, they're playing so well right now that for us, there's, you know, obviously we're missing these key guys, but there's not a big change. Now, Martin, you speak about losing, you know, some defensemen this year. One guy that seemed to have stepped it up after winning Rookie of the Month in October uh, was Merrick Rippon. You know, he's been really solid for you guys. He's been able to put the puck in the back of the net. He's been able to, uh, to be, you know, play well on the power play as well. What have you liked from his game? Well, Merrick is a kid that, again, as a 15-year-old, played for us last year in the playoffs. It was very good. He had a slow start, but since the, the start of October, uh, his game has improved so much. Obviously, he's getting a lot of attention from Div 1 schools. Uh, was chosen to play in the Eastern Canada Cup in Cornwall this week. Um, and sometimes we're tough on, on Merrick, but we kind of treat him like a 19- or a 20-year-old because he's just a smart kid. Talent level is there, and I think that's what he wants. He wants us to be tough on him. Uh, you know, he's not playing uh, up to his capability yet. He's very close, but I think come playoff time, he's a guy that, for us, could be a top four, if not a... Well, I think he's going to be a top four. Could be a top two guy, a guy we use in all situations because he's very mature for his age. Uh, it's just, like I said, it, it's consistency for Merrick. But other than that, you know, the kid's going to be a great hockey player. And I see him playing at the pro level. I'm not sure which pro level, but he'll play pro one day. Now, Hibbert, uh, the best player for the... Uh, well one of the best players for the Cumberland Glads. Although they are last in the Eisenman division, yeah. which you guys are first in that division, they have you know a lot of players that know how to put the puck in the back and that Hibbert's one of them. In the last 10 games, 16 points. And he's he had uh, two goals, two assists against Nepean last night in their 5-4 loss. How do you, how do you guys uh, you know take to, take him down in, in tonight's game? He's a good player, obviously. He's a big body too. Very tough to contain, but uh, no, we're just going to play our game. We, we you know We're very good defensively. Uh, the centers that I have... Uh, on this hockey hockey club, they know how to play in the D zone. I know, obviously, a guy like Grant Ebert is a big body to cover. But again, we're strong on the back end too. We're big on the back end too. So we don't really focus on one guy. But obviously, we're going to pay attention to, to Grant. Uh, but no, just play our game, and you know, we're a tough team to to, to to score against. And we're not going to change the way we play. And we want to make sure we make it tough on them. Now, in the last ten games, you, I believe you've seven of those. Uh, nine wins you guys are nine and one in that span have been one goal hockey yeah. games and I'm sure you're kind of shaking your head because yeah. you know your team can put the puck in the back of net has it been a little bit stressful for you to to be in the one goal games or what has it been for you guys? yeah maybe stressful but we're very comfortable in close games and I think that's why we've had success in the last two three years we're not explosive offensively uh, we can score goals but I think the main thing with us with you look at the 12 forwards we have in the lineup and the 14 that we have they're all good defensively. They all work hard defensively. And with the strong defensive core that we have and the goaltending that's been solid for two, three, four years now, mm -hmm. it makes it very tough for the opponent to score against us. So we're very comfortable winning game 3-2 and 2-1. And we were winning games early on where it was a 5-2. And it, it, you know, you're know you happy to score five goals, but you know even win a game 6-5 or 5-4, it's not the brand of hockey that we want to play. We want to be a 2-1 hockey club, a 3-2 hockey club. And like I said, we're comfortable. The guys are comfortable when we have a lead, even though it's a one-goal lead. And I think we're going to keep playing that way. And finally, before you go, I know that you got to get out there, but uh, before we go, I want to ask you about Nick Nagwafuzi. Um, I believe this is a kid that you had. He went to Canterbury High School down the road. This is a guy you had in your backyard, so you must have seen him in the past. And he went over to Cumberland. He was in Gloucester last year. 
he's he's a guy that's trying to get a scholarship as well and go to the NCAA. How do you how do you stop him on the defensive side of things? Well, my assistant coach Jamie Mayo was in Cumberland, and, and, and coach uh, Nick uh, down there. So obviously he's a, he's a force. He's a he's a big guy. Uh, he can be physical. Can bring some offense. And you know, I, I look at Nagrafuzia, I look at Saloon. They have some defensemen that we we need to pay attention. And obviously, we talked about this in the pregame. We just want to put pressure on these guys. We we want to make sure that they're moving the puck to someone else. We don't want Saloon or Nagrafuzia taking shots. And I think that's the key for us. If they move pucks out, you know, and we make sure they're not involved in the play, it's going to be very difficult for them to to produce offensively. Martin, thanks a lot. Thanks.